Welcome you to the sports kingdom. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the TSK Show. I'm your host, Eric, the Duke of Sports Sklar. I'm joined by my co-host, Tyler Pachalki. What's up, TP? How you doing, man? I'm excited for a big week, too, both uh, on the court and on the TV. Yeah. NFL Week 2 and Pirates Week 2. Yeah, we got we got our first dub of the season last week. Uh, yep, 1-0. We're undefeated. Yeah, 1-0. Uh, we got a game two coming coming up tonight after we, re- we get done recording this. Playing the GOATs, so if they're anything like their name... Uh, we're we're in for Decent some trouble if they, they are. Yeah. yeah, we're in trouble. But hopefully, uh, we'll we'll go out there and get it dubbed. Don't worry, guys. But before we start, thank you so much uh, for listening, everybody. Be sure to follow at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on Twitter, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler's underscore World underscore. All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Just type in keyword TSK Show. Check us out on Anchor as well, anchor.fm slash TSK show, or just download the Anchor app for your iPhone or Android. Uh, what an opening week of football. Uh, Tyler's going yeah. to Tyler's gonna reveal his second power rankings of the season presented by the Cup Barbershop. We're also going to go through and make our picks, uh, picks of the week for week two. And then to close out the show, I got three questions for Tyler in an all-hoops edition of the two-minute drill. Uh, but first, let's recap uh, week one uh, with fantasy. And then also we went to go watch all the morning games together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a whole big group of us that went uh, to Buffalo Wild Wings. And yeah, that was a lot of fun. I was able to watch a lot of different games that way. Yeah, no, I mean, usually, I mean, the way we've usually experienced that is we're on the other side working. Yep. Uh, it was definitely nice to enjoy it for once and get to watch all the, all the morning games all yep. at once. I got to watch the Browns play. That oh. was exciting. We're, we'll get into that. Um, but how'd you do in fantasy this week? Terrible. Well, zero and two. No, it was a bad. It was a bad start for me. Uh, ba- the basic headline is Doug Baldwin was on both of my teams. Uh oh. Um, and he went down. So that was a zero. I got a zero from like That's one f- team. He's my number one. One team. He's my number two. Um, so you know that that was gonna be tough to come back. Uh, in the TSK show league, I lost to Casey McGee for by eighteen. Um, so he, he beat me pretty good. Uh, like I said, Baldwin was a zero. Matt Ryan absolutely did nothing for me in the end zone, in the red zone. Um, but he was right there, so I'm not I'm not gonna quit on him in week two. I'm gonna still roll with Matty Ice. Okay. I think they gotta get it done. And uh Casey had Michael Thomas was his big guy. He had thirty. Um other yeah. than that, Casey's team was pretty balanced scoring. So um eighteen point loss there in the other league I played uh my other money league that I have I uh, lost to the guy that had the highest score of the week, and he had the Tyreek Hill-Alvin Kamara combo. So. Oh, man, you went against both of them? Yep. So, I mean, my team wasn't that bad. It, I didn't feel too bad about my performance um, outside of, obviously, Baldwin. But, yeah, I just couldn't. He had the highest score of the week. I wasn't beating him. It didn't matter who I played. Um, yeah, you're kind of just shit out of luck on that one. Yeah. What what sucks is that uh, – and, like, I never thought that this was an option for week one. But uh, Deshaun Jackson was left on my bench against Casey, and Deshaun scored 29. And if I would have played him, I would have won, you know. Well, um, 
but that would have never happened. I never would have played Deshaun week one. But now he's looking like he can play. Yeah, he did. He he kind of got hurt uh, at one point in the game, kind of hobbled, but he came back in, so he should be fine. Yeah, he's a little guy. He gets banged up. Yeah, um, I went two out of three in, in my fantasy leagues this this week. Uh, my only loss was in the TSK show league, and that really sucks that we both lost. Yeah, we're the first too. week in our hey, own league. Hey, we're hey, we're one of us is gonna get a win this week. Well, yeah, that's because we play each other. It's gonna but, be a good matchup. Uh, we'll put we'll put a little wager on that. We'll have to figure something out. Yep. Um, but I lost to Jared Carlson by probably I think it was like fourteen points or so. And Jared had to sit out Le'Veon. Yeah, he had to sit out Le'Veon, but I had Amari Cooper only give me like two point three points. Uh, I had a couple other guys that were poised for big games, kind of shit the bed. Yeah, Mari um, Cooper is just I'm I'm confused now. I used yeah. to be confident. I used to be uh, uh, I used to stay confident in his abilities, but he just got two touches. One was on a jet sweep. One was on a, a you know a catch, and it's just not doing anything. He's not a, he's not featured in the offense at all. Yeah, and I mean I really had even though I did win two out of my three leagues. I really had some bad luck with my quarterback play. My quarterbacks are Matt Stafford, Ben Roethlisberger, and Matt Ryan. Yeah, not good. So, and not good I had Patrick Mahomes on my bench in one league. Hey, I just I would like to say right now that <laughs> I talked about him multiple times <laughs> on our uh, on the show coming into this. So I'm glad that I'm glad Mahomes worked out. Well, he was. I on saw it coming. I knew this was what this kid can do. Although two of those touchdowns were um, probably Kareem Hunt snipers, yeah, because uh, I think they were on what the one or the two yard line on two of his touchdowns. But kicking ball, Donovan, the new Donovan McNabb. Yeah, but so even though I won in this league on my bench at on one team, I had Patrick Mahomes, Austin Eckler of the Chargers who scored a touchdown, and D Jack all on the bench for yeah. one of my teams. Yeah, the D-Jack one sucks, but it's just, like I said, I don't think anybody was contemplating starting him week one with yeah. Fitzmagic. Yeah, but then on another team, I had Kamara, Mike Thomas, and Mike Evans all on one team, all in my starting lineup. Yeah, yeah, that's, so, a, that's a good lineup. Yeah, it really it worked out. Luckily, I went two for three. The Rams won. That's all that matters to me. Yeah. So I'm content with fantasy this week. I'm ready for a bounce back week. Well, you're going down in the TSK show we'll, league. We'll see how it goes. I can't start 0-2. I can't do it. <laughs> no, it's never good starting 0-2 in fantasy. But, all right, let's 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 hop right into uh, your second power rankings. Let's let's get to it. Yeah, let's uh, let's bang these out really quick. There's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of movement as far as like new teams, uh, which is kind of weird. It's more just shuffling the deck in terms of placement, huh? Yeah, for the most part, um, like I think seven of the seven of the top ten teams I had last week uh, won, so it's tough to like yeah. bump them out. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. After a win, but um, especially with so much little to look at, there is one. There is one new team, and they they're up there a little bit. But uh, I'm gonna start out with number ten right now. Um, we'll talk about the Atlanta Falcons. Um, they're down one position from last week. Uh, they lost. They lost at Philadelphia first game of the week. I picked Atlanta to win this game. We both picked but, Atlanta uh, to win the game. It's there's not a there's not a big story here. It's it, all all it is is they couldn't score in the red zone. Oh my! And uh, that's been the story the last couple of years. That's where they've struggled. Um, I think a little bit they got to be in their head at this point. But they were still in the game. Um, I think they're still a force. They're still giving themselves plenty of opportunity. I mean, Matt Ryan had you know more than four or five chances at a, at a passing touchdown in the red zone. So 
Yeah, they all should have gotten Julio Jones. I think their odds are they're going to figure it out. Um, yeah, I think, and I think that's all they did this week in practice. Yeah, I think they'll figure it out too. It it was tough to watch uh, them have so many chances in the red zone and them not be able to convert because I do have Julio Jones on one of my fantasy teams. But, I mean, just the fact that Matt Ryan is like one for 20 since 2016 yeah, yeah. to Julio Jones. I don't Jones. think it has anything to do with Julio. I think it's no, all it does, on Matt Ryan. No, 100% it's all on Matt Ryan. Um, and it's it's weird because he's a pro. He's a good player. He's yeah. he's a prolific player. This shouldn't be an issue. But uh, that's why I think it's it's mental at this point. Um, so once they get once they break that barrier down, I think they're going to be all right. Uh, you think so, that, I, so I still got them in my top 10 teams. Do you think they're still suffering from losing to New England? Yeah. That's like my biggest concern with the Falcons is like – they had everything set up for them to win a, uh, a Super Bowl, and they just had to finish out one half, and they couldn't do it. Yeah, ah, that's tough. Like, it still it still stings. I'm still trying to accept that kind of that kind of thing with the Seahawks as well. You know, as far as like the the interception on the goal line at the end of the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's you never know if the long term repercussions of it. Yeah, you just don't know how if a team can stay together and be productive still with that kind of past lingering over them. For sure. But if they if but if they go and they win it all, then they're you know the story is they've made this great comeback. Yeah. Um. But moving on to number nine, uh, this is. This team fell. Uh, this team moved the most of all the teams in the NFL. Um, they're down six positions from last week. Um, is the New Orleans Saints? Interesting. Um, I gotta Interesting. Put the, I gotta put the Saints behind. I gotta put the Saints behind uh, Green Bay just because of the the loss. You know, they're coming yeah. off a loss, and it was the bad. It was a bad loss. It was my worst pick of the week last week. And it, it was an in division loss. I don't think. Like I'm not worried. That's why they're not dropping out of the top ten because um, I think scoring 40 points are going to win. You know. Yeah, exactly. They were still in a shootout. Yeah, they're going to win 19 out of 20 times scoring 40 points. Um, but the defense, I I played their defense in one of my fantasy leagues and they were atrocious. They gave up 48 cooked. points, five touchdowns of Fitz Magic. I mean, uh, they and, can't they can't do that. So I I hope that this was just like a a blurp on the radar. It wasn't anything that we're going to see consistently. Yeah, I mean, I think that they kind of just came out and got hit in the mouth, and they didn't really know what to expect from the Buccaneers. And yeah, they must have just counted them out, you know. Yeah, they probably just came in thinking they already got the game won type of yeah. thing. They just didn't come ready to play because yeah, that that defense is ready to go. They should that shouldn't have been the case. But um, I mean, I guess I'll, I'm going to save this point for when we talk about the Rams. Okay. Yep, they're coming for sure. Um. Moving on, number eight is the team I said I, I had to take over New Orleans right now is Green Bay. Um, they came off a miraculous Rodgers win. Uh, <laughs> one of the more impressive things, you know, you're going to see from a quarterback. Uh, but it wasn't like an impressive win. They shouldn't have been. They, they shouldn't have been in that position. Exactly. They made the Bears look way too good. Um, I think the Packers made the Bears look too good. New Orleans made Tampa Bay look too good. For sure. Arizona made Washington look too good. And Seattle made Denver look too good. I think all those teams like looked a lot better than they are. I think it was more the other team playing bad. Yeah. So that's why Green Bay and New Orleans are still in the back uh, part of the top ten to me because their first games weren't good. Like It, no. it may not come back to hurt them uh, in the long run, but it wasn't a great start um, outside of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously that was what's insane. funny. You know, one legged, he's better than everybody else in the, on the field. That's yeah, I mean, what's what's funny about that is uh, I saw on Twitter. It was probably like right after the game or towards the end of the game. Uh, it was like all these defensive players wanting quarterback money, 
it was like someone said on Twitter, Khalil Mack's game proves why he deserves that money. And then Aaron Rodgers pro- <laughs> yeah. proved why quarterbacks deserve more. Yeah, exactly. Because they have the they have the ball in their hands every play. They yeah. they impact the game more than any other team sport. But position. to to give it, just in terms of the game of Chicago versus Green Bay, you got to give Khalil Mack a lot of credit for coming out the way he did on such short notice. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, he just absolutely Chicago's defense out. is going to be a problem if Roquan Smith develops to be a player. He they, looked good they're, too. They're going to be a. They're going to be a problem, but they're not. I, I don't think uh, Chicago's playoff ready yet. No, um, I think they're still a bottom tier team. Um, but hey, Trubisky, he's he's exciting. Uh, but they shouldn't have been in it with the Packers. Packers should have blown them out. Uh, no, and so the Packers stay at number eight. They were number eight last week. Uh, moving on to number seven, I got Kansas City. It's their first week in the top ten. They bumped out Houston. Uh, I had Houston in the top ten last week. Uh, Chiefs enter the top ten at number seven, so up there. That's pretty, pretty well. good. But I was high on them. I kind of, I guess, I needed to see it to reassure uh, my feelings on those guys. And I just think Mahomes, Kareem Hunt, Ty Freak, Travis Kelsey. Um, that's like as good as it gets in the NFL. And not only that, they still have some playmakers on defense. Um, yeah, I think they're going to be a problem. No, they without, beat a good football team, and, and a lot of people had the Chargers winning that game. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I had the Chargers winning that game. Uh, without a doubt, the Kansas City Chiefs picked up right where they left off last last season. Yeah, and they got a tough first two games, play, playing uh, the Chargers first week, and now they're going to go play at Pittsburgh. Um, if they come out of this 2-0, and they're going to be looking really good. People are going to be talking about them a lot more. Yeah, no, definitely. If, if they could – start this season 2 and 0 after beating a team who had has AFC championship aspirations in the Chargers who a lot of people thought on paper are going to win the AFC West as well mm-hmm. and then the Pittsburgh Steelers who are always a contender yeah big. and coming off of a very disappointing first week first week yeah. it it could definitely be demoralizing they're get, for they're going to get the Pittsburgh's A game it's, oh for uh, sure it's going to be a good game for sure um so moving on to the uh, and speak of speak of these guys number six moving down four positions I had them as the number two team in the NFL and they came out and tied the Browns I'm surprised you didn't put them at number ten to be um, honest they're they're at number six as the Steelers um, tying the Browns what a joke I I got I got them up this high still because I like the Browns more than most people do um, I think it was a bad game for them they just but they're they're going to be there in the end, so it's hard for me to drop them too far because like once Le'Veon comes back, it's a different. It's we a just different don't know team. when he's coming back. Yeah, but he always misses a little time. You know what I mean? I just I'm ready for the Steelers to do what they always do. Uh, come you know two three months from now, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the Steelers still. Hey, but here's here here's the thing: whether they have Le'Veon or not, James Conner put up an incredible performance in his absence. Yeah, absolutely. That's that only that only tells me that they're gonna be a problem. You know, more yeah. of a problem. Yeah, and um, Antonio Brown still looks great. Juju looks great. Yeah, Juju had over a hundred yards. Uh, Ben's uh, gonna be Ben. You know. Well, Ben looked awful. That that's fine. He's done that before, but he he comes back uh, and he'll win a football game. So. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta beat the Browns in Week One if you're the Steelers. So that's a disappoint. That's why they're down four spots. Um, but they're still the class of the AFC. Uh, and then to to enter into the top five, um, up two positions from last week. They were number seven last week. Uh, number five is Saxonville Jaguars, one and zero. Yeah, hey. Um, 
what impressed me about the, their win was losing Fournette and finishing it out. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a great, you know, not a huge win or anything like that. Yeldon what, came up big. wasn't a wasn't again. It's a great team, but uh, I give them the benefit of the doubt. I think their defense is still ready. To, you know, it's their defense is going to carry them all all season. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Miles Jack had a pick six, um, but you're right. In the absence of Leonard Fournette, they had guys on the offensive end step up when they needed them to. And they were able to to close out the Giants. It shows me that they've like created a winning culture there. They're not like the old Jaguars where they if that's if this would happen they'd fall apart. That defense is something that they can lean on, and when their backs against the wall, the defense can make it happen. That gives the offense a little bit more confidence um, in themselves. You know what I mean? A little more uh, of a of a gray a gray area for them to you know maybe not have the big play, but give them more opportunities because that defense is so great. Yeah, no doubt. They they definitely got a taste of what success felt like last season, and I think they they want to continue feeling that. And I think it's carried over to this season, even after just one game. Um, and so, yep, and then moving on, uh, number four, I got Minnesota uh, up two. So they were six last week. They played very well. Yeah, all these teams are now just, like, moving up because of, uh, you know, obviously uh, Pittsburgh and New Orleans moved, moved out. Um, Vikings at four. Uh, beat San Francisco. People were high on San Francisco. I wasn't. I'm they glad they, they terrible. Br- I'm glad they brought an end to the Garoppolo win streak. So now you know people can't yeah, just can like sh- hang. The- people can shut up about. Now Garoppolo you can see now. that San Francisco is a bottom tier team. Um, Minnesota is. There's only a couple. I was watching the Dan Levitard show this morning. <laughs> they were talking about you know can you name every NFL team that has a good offense and a good defense, um, and they were like one of the handful of teams that they named. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say them. Um, Los Angeles. The Rams, yeah. Uh, uh, Philadelphia. Philly. Um, I think were the the three. They had a, they had a hard time naming four or five. Those were like the big. I think those well, were the big three. You're supposed to you're supposed to think, even though it didn't happen. New Orleans this week. Yeah, New Orleans would yeah, be the one. Yeah, that, and I don't think they said them. Well, you can't say yeah, them after yeah, how they yeah. performed and I don't, and in I don't week one. If they said, I don't, I don't think they said Pittsburgh either. But that's, but that was what they were trying to prove. Is like, yeah, the no, Vikings there's not many teams that are well rounded. There's, yeah, there's, they don't hang their hat on offense or defense anymore. Um, that offense is caught up uh, with the defense, now, right? You know, they're, they are shooting for the NFC champs. Well, it's like it's like you said, Jacksonville relies on their defense when all else fails. Well, even like the Patriots aren't in that conversation. No, they're you know, not. They they lean on their their offense. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, so Vikings top four top four team. Uh, and then I get the next team I got is uh the Philadelphia Eagles at number three. Last week I had them at number five. Maybe that was a little disrespectful, um, to the champs because they seem to just tough out games. That's how they went. Um. This is a defensive-minded football team. They have big names on offense. That looks like JJ is still that get, still that dude. Two touchdowns. Um, you know, Nick Foles didn't do anything special, but did enough. Hey, uh, they ran the they ran the Philly special again, though. Yep, which is great. <laughs> it, and he and he and he converted his. So um, yeah, it was. Just, they they said it was the same exact play that Tom Brady. It was. Yep. Ran, but yep. he couldn't convert it. Yep. Um, I like I like every position group on Philadelphia outside of maybe outside of maybe wide receiver. Um, but they're just banged up at receiver right exa- now. Exactly. So it's not really a, a true knock. I love their uh, their running back rotation the, with Corey Clement, Sproles, and, and Ajayi. Uh, Ertz is a beast. And then that defense is just uh, – they don't do anything special. They don't do anything pretty, but they just – they win games. They're bruisers. They beat Atlanta, and I thought Atlanta was going to come in there and win the game. So 
Atlanta should have uh, won that game. Yep. And uh, now here, here we got the top two. Um, I got I got to put the Rams up there at, at number two this week. We love it. We love it. I got it. That's right. great to hear. Yeah, they're just uh, on paper. I think they're number one. Um, people, you know, just because of their experience in Jared Goff. Jared Goff is the scapegoat for everybody right now. They're gonna He's, say he has to be. Yeah, because they go as he goes. Um, but he doesn't have to play perfect. Although this 33-13 win is not – that score doesn't reflect how close that game was. No, but – But that's a good thing because that shows that the Rams held off the comeback, and not only that, they separated themselves from them. You know, they, yeah. it wasn't just a rollover victory. There's something good to take from it. Um, There's a because, lot of good to take from because it. Because Oakland came out and played tough, and, and you know, they they held them off. Well, the at, at halftime, it was like it was either 13-13, 13-10. It was really close in the first half. And it then, was about midway through the third, I think, and then the pick six at the very end was just kind of like an icing on the top. You know well, what I mean? The, I mean, the Rams came out and scored 23 unanswered points in the second half. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, was, uh, it, was, a, it was a closer game than the score reflects. Um, but the Rams look good. They're, they're, they've got the offense. They've got the defense. Gurley seems to be uh, who we thought he was. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love seeing Cooper Cup out there. Still, got, still, a t- uh, got a touchdown. Still being productive. And, you know, the defensive stars came out to play as well. Yeah. I mean, Marcus Peters, obviously, he came up with the big uh, pick six. And then, obviously, the big hold my dick uh, in mm-hmm. homage to his cousin on, on the other sideline, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to see Marcus Peters and Marsha. Uh, Marcus Peters and Marshawn Lynch interact. Yeah, uh, they had the great they had the great uh, play in the first quarter where Marshawn ran it to the outside and Peters tackled him and Marshawn tried to run run him over. Yep. Well, did run him over, but yeah, yeah. Peters ended up getting the tackle and it was nothing but love afterwards. It's it was probably really cool for their family to do that. That that was pretty awesome to watch. Yeah, definitely. Pretty talented family. Well, yeah. Um, now, a lot of people were saying that. Ndamukong Sue and Aaron Donald didn't really have much uh, impact on the game in terms of like getting to the quarterback and sacks and all of that. But my counter argument to that is they put so much pressure on the Raiders offensive line that they got them into holding penalties that affected uh, obviously Oakland's field position, Mm -hmm. gave, gave the Rams better position on defense and basically got the offense, the ball quicker. Yeah, no, and you'd be completely right. It doesn't matter what they do in the in the pass rush game. Yeah, no one not, like they could get zero sacks. It wouldn't matter. Um, those guys affect the play every single game. You know, you'd have to really know what you're talking about to sit down and tell me like these guys aren't doing anything. You know what yeah. I mean? Like <laughs> because you got to see plays on when they're getting how many times they're getting double teamed and allowing linebackers to run free. Um, you don't see stuff like that. You don't see, like you said, getting hold, drawing holding penalties. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just figuring it out. They're just start. Aaron Donald just started playing again with them. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, I think once they figure out what they can do together, what the good looks are, um, how they want to attack certain gaps, uh, where they want to play each other, uh, it's going to be scary once yeah, they, once sure. they figure it out. I, I I'm never gonna overreact on these two because if they're on the field, I'm guessing they're playing well and yeah, and they're affecting the game even if they're not. They don't need to be in the stats. For um, sure, defensive tackles do not need to be in the stat book in the slightest. And the point the point that and I was these gonna, guys are <laughs> well yeah. And the point the point that I was gonna bring up when we were talking about New Orleans and now I'm not really sure uh, if this is the same case for New Orleans because I didn't really see any of their preseason games, and I watched most of the Rams' preseason games. 
how much do you think the starters not really playing together in the preseason affected the play during week one? Because especially in the Rams game for the Rams offense, a lot of those deep balls, that's all timing. And that's all going to come with reps and yeah, time together yeah. on the field. Timing, timing you don't really get in, in, in games. You get it in practice. Right. Um, but, I mean, always playing together in the heat of battle always changes. There's always a dynamic to that that you should practice for. But I think these guys at this point um, and the Rams be, bringing back so many people, it didn't really affect them too much. Um, I, I wouldn't just, overthink it. I just saw a lot much. of I just saw a lot of commentary both on social media and on TV and in radio over the weekend. Of, well, people want to prove coaches wrong. You know well, what I mean? They want to they want to be like, our coach was an idiot. Why did he do that? Well, no, I think it's more just the fact that like we saw so many like stars sit out during the preseason that we're going to yeah. see a lot of bad football towards the beginning of the season because yeah. everybody's trying to get back that rhythm, get that timing yeah. back together. Yeah, and I think that's a smart play. You shouldn't – star football players shouldn't play in games that don't matter. It doesn't make well, any I sense. Well, I completely agree with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to hear, hear what you yeah, thought Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, there are there's probably a player or two, you know, here or there that will be affected by it. But for the most part, um, when these guys are at practice and these guys play together – they know what they're doing. It's it's more of like being on the same page. Are you, are you seeing everything the same as he's seeing it? You know. Yeah. If it was guys that hadn't played together, then yeah, you know, because the receiver needs to see what the quarterback's seeing. But it's like, you know, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, all these guys have played with. Yeah. Golf. And I mean, and Brandon Cooks on a couple of those long balls, he was able to just get a pass interference call, which well, ended up working out. Well, and luckily he's had the 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 whole off season to work with. For sure. Too. Yeah. So like that that's another good part. He's not like someone that just got to town. Right. Um, but yeah, we'll end up the top the power rankings with New England um, coming yeah. off coming off the hold, holding off the Texans in a, in a good win. I thought. Yeah, Houston um, almost had a chance to come back and beat them. Yep, I thought this was another. Uh, and I mean, really, I didn't think Houston played all that great. Deshaun Watson didn't. Play they didn't all play that all great, that bad though. But they didn't play all that bad exactly. So um, I don't take it away from from New England for beating the Texans. Uh, Honey Badge, my man, got out there and made some plays. Fumble recovery and a pick. Um, but, yeah, I still got Patriots, number one. Um, Gronk, yeah. Tom, they still, they're still looking they're still Bill. looking strong. Yep. Good to go. Yeah. All right, so, give me yeah, your top ten I'll, again. I'll, I'll uh, recap it. Uh, New England, number one. Then the Rams, the Eagles, whoop, whoop. Vikings, Jaguars, then Steelers, Chiefs, Packers, Saints, and Falcons. All right. So that rounds out uh, Tyler's NFL Power Rankings presented by the Cup Barbershop. And now we're going to move into our picks of the week for week two of the NFL. Yep. Uh, how'd you do last week with your picks? Not, not good at all. I went nine and seven. Well, that's over 500. It's over 500, but you should you should never be a, a, in single digits for, for getting it right. Always, always should be up in 11, 12 air, uh, number. Uh, worst pick by far was or, uh, New Orleans yep. over Tampa Bay. Yeah, that was a tough one. Um, but my best pick, I think, was uh, I picked Baltimore over Buffalo, and they gave them a big ass whooping. So I oh yeah, good about they almost one. shut them out. Yeah. Um, but last week I went eight and eight, so you are in the lead by one game so far, uh, one week through the season. But let's uh, go through these games for this upcoming week a lot of hard games normally i go through all of them i pick the easy winners right away and then i go through all the games that are you know 
Yeah, no, there was definitely a lot to that ponder I can't on. just like I can't just like look at it and pick the winner, you know? Yeah. Uh, there was a lot. It was it was hard to pick a lot of these games, and for some reason I leaned towards all the away teams, which is not very smart. I kind of have a nice balance this week. I feel like I got nine away teams winning, and I don't feel good about it. Uh oh. All right, so Thursday. We got Baltimore going to Cincinnati, and, and this is one of those right away, right off the jump. A team, uh, a game I think is really hard to hard to call. Yeah, I mean, both of these teams are one and zero. I wasn't expecting both of these teams to be one and zero going into this game. Uh, the line on this is Cincinnati minus one. I have the Bengals winning at home, going to two and zero. And see, uh, I I got Baltimore winning. I like Baltimore's football team better. Cincinnati is close enough in talent to where the home field advantage was what made it hard for me to judge. But, yeah. Um, ultimately, I went with the football team that I think is better. Yeah, and I actually, I actually think the Bengals are a better football team because of that talent. They have Tyler Eifert. Uh, they have Joe Mixon played very well in Week One. Obviously, they have a top five receiver in AJ Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Andy Dalton is he'll he'll get the job done for you. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a he's an average. He's the middle of the road, middle of the pack guy. He's not. He's not anything that's uh, holding you back. He's not anything that's really pushing you forward. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got I got Baltimore going into Cincinnati, winning that divisional game, starting out the year two and zero. All right. So we already disagree on one. Yeah. So that's good. Yep. A little discrepancy in the records now. All right. Uh, first game on Sunday I got is a NFC South matchup. We got Carolina coming in at one and zero, going to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Obviously, the Falcons coming off that. Awful, awful game on Thursday to open almost up. Almost won though. Almost beat the Super Bowl champs with, with going zero for four or whatever it was in the red zone. Still almost beat the Super Bowl champs. I got Atlanta winning. I got Atlanta winning this game in Carolina. I have Atlanta winning this against game against Carolina. I have Atlanta winning this game too, just because I need to figure out a way to keep this prediction. I think, I think Julio's Julio's going to have a multiple touchdown game any week now. Multiple touchdown game. I, I hope so because I have him in the TSK show league. Yeah, we're gonna. Oh yeah, no, we we're it, that was uh that was another thing that was another pressure for me to sit Matt Ryan is because you have Julio, yeah. Um, so you know Matt Ryan come up, uh, Matt Ryan, if you're listening, I, this is the kind of faith I have. <laughs> Sorry, in you. Matty Ice, you're coming off a bad week in the red zone. Uh, you're playing at Carolina defense; it's pretty good, and Sklar's got Julio Jones, but I'm still rolling with you. Hey, I'm ro- I'm rolling with Matty Ice in my other. I'm league, ready for so. him to get 300 passing yards and and uh, and go to Julio. That'd be dope. I'm ready for. I'm it. I, I'm ready for that too. Yeah. Um. So just for anybody that cares, the line for this is Atlanta minus five and a half. Tyler and I both have Atlanta winning. Yeah, I got. I would take that bet. I got yeah. Atlanta by a touchdown. Okay. All right. The next game we got is uh, two winless teams, Indianapolis, uh, traveling to the nation's capital to take on the Washington Redskins. The line for this is also Washington minus five and a half. I have Indy bouncing back after uh, Andrew Luck's return was spoiled by the Cincinnati Bengals, but I think I think they'll be able to get the job done this week. I got the Colts in Washington, yeah. I got, I got the Colts winning. Um, I don't like Washington's football team this year. I'm not a big fan. I don't think they have a lot of talent. I don't think they have... Like Alex Smith is a great is a great leader and a great manager, but I don't think he has enough to manage to win them the division. Um, and I don't see if unless they win the division, I don't see them getting to the playoffs. Yeah, it, but so I, got, I got the Colts winning. I have the Colts winning as well. But it was also very nice to see in Week One Adrian Peterson 
get it off to a hot start. He yep. looked he yep. looked like he could Jordan average. Reed got a touchdown. He's healthy. That's always good. He's not very. He's healthy. never healthy. He's never healthy. Um, but yeah, I'm just uh, they're just not. Uh, just don't do it for me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the right word is to describe their football team, but it's it's not attractive to me <laughs> at all. I guess attractive is the right word. Yeah, but all right. So next we got. Houston coming off the loss to New England, traveling to Tennessee to take on the Titans, who are coming off a loss to the Dolphins. I think the the Titans are in trouble this year. I think the Titans are in trouble this year as well. Marcus Mariota got hurt. Yep. Uh, They probably played in the weirdest football game I've ever seen. I don't don't think Mariota's going to be back. I don't think so either. So, I mean, all of a sudden they turn into the worst football team in the league without Mariota. Um, them in Buffalo. Um, yeah, Tennessee's favored by so one point. I got, I got Houston's for sure win in this game. Yeah, I think this I, is going to be a good game for Houston to get some confidence going against a division, uh, a divisional opponent. Definitely get a win on the road against a divisional opponent. That's going to be that's going to be nice for the Texans. Yeah, Houston. Yeah, and Tennessee's just in trouble. I mean, when Derrick Henry's in the game, you put eight people in the box and they can't. They have no. They have nothing else. I mean, Corey Davis, Rashad Matthews, I just don't think they're making, you know, they're getting themselves open enough to where they they can, like, dominate the football game. Yeah. Um, so you just load the box. Yeah, I just think Houston's the type of team that has the talent to where if they don't take advantage of Tennessee when they're down like this, it could be problems. Yeah, and that's traditionally what they do. These are the kind of fucking games they lose. And yeah. And this is why they can't take the next step forward as a no, franchise. No, 100%. 100%. Because they're in a great sports city. That They're, they're ready to go. They need to yeah. take. They need to get this uh, this Cleveland Brown. like They're in the perfect position lo- to do that this year. Off of them because they're kind of seen as one of those franchises. That they're can the, they're a together. lovable loser. I mean, their best season, they had to end up playing their third-string quarterback in their playoff game. And they got whooped. Yeah. He was, a, he was a Tar Heel, though, so I'm not going to talk bad about him. Yeah. All right, the next game, we got a West Coast team going to the East Coast. We got the L.A. Chargers going to Buffalo to take on the Bills. This was hard for me to pick because it's a West Coast team going to the East Coast so early in the season. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going with the Chargers because I have no faith in Buffalo after yeah. their performance in week one. Yeah, and the Chargers are a veteran team. They're going to travel well. They're going to go in there and win that game. Yeah, exactly. I think Phillip Rivers is the type of type of quarterback that he knows they need to come in there, get a W, right the ship, get back on track, and the, and win this division. The Bills don't want to start. Uh, Allen either. No, they you know didn't. I mean? uh, they didn't want to first name Josh Allen. Yeah, they didn't even want to put him in into the game week one, but yeah. they had to because yeah. Nathan Peterman picked up so right where he left off. Like, if they don't want to play their rookie, and Peterman is not a, is not an obviously he was NFL awful caliber quarterback, um, they're fucked. They're they're not going to be they're not going to be great this year. This this season's looking awfully bleak, really really fast for them. Yeah. He's not Trevor Simeon, you know what I mean? I think that was like the strategy behind it was we just need a guy as a placeholder till we get the guy that we really want. Yeah. Um that's what Denver did the last two years with Simeon, but he's uh, Peterman's not even Trevor Simeon. No. Uh but I mean hopefully hopefully Josh Allen can get it together or else it could be real bad for him and his confidence level as, Yeah, it as sucks an that he's being thrown into this position already, but well, Yeah, hey, I mean they only had this this draft class only had one rookie starter start week one, and that was Sam Darnold. Yep, that's good. I, I, I applaud that. Yeah. So, all right, the next game we got is the defending Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles going down south 
to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. Obviously, the Buccaneers are riding Fitz Magic uh, with, with everything they have. Who I love, I would love to see Tampa Bay win this game. I have them winning this but game. I, I think Philadelphia is going to win the game. I have Tampa Bay winning at home, upsetting the defending champs. I'm riding with Fitz Magic, Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson. We're we're it all in. Good. We're it all could in. be good. They're, it's a trap game for Philly. It for could, sure, it's it, a trap game for Philly. Yeah, I mean they got to come out and play hard. They better respect Fitz Magic, or he'll do it to them for sure. And it's. It's in Tampa Bay, but that weather's been really bad. We'll have to watch and see how this yeah. game progresses. There's, uh, I, there's definitely, uh, I know a there's couple. A hur- there's a hurricane off the coast of the Bahamas, I think, forming. Yeah, and there's also one uh, up a little further north because I know. Carolina. Yeah, because I know a bunch of uh, college football games got canceled this weekend. Yeah, Carolina is luckily on the road this week, but. Um, yeah, because Mandy's going to Florida. She's from Florida. She was telling me that, that there oh, was really? like a hurricane headed there. It's like, oh, oh so shit. we got to keep an eye on uh, the Florida games this week because Jacksonville and Tampa Bay both have games at home this weekend. Yep. But, all right, so you got Philly winning. I got Tampa Bay winning. The next game we got, uh, it's that big game. Probably could be game of the week, Kansas City and Pittsburgh. Uh, in Pittsburgh, uh, Kansas City 1-0. Obviously, the Pittsburgh 0-0-1 with that tie. Uh, first off, there should be no such thing as a tie in professional sports. It is an absolute load of garbage yeah. that there is a tie in professional sports. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, I don't really understand how where it stems from, especially in a sport that used to do like a first score wins type of scenario. Like, yeah. Could just keep doing that. But, yeah, I, I mean – I'm glad they don't do it in the playoffs, at least. But um, well, you can't in the yeah, playoffs because someone's got to win. But yeah, it's just weird that they would do it in the regular season. But I mean, I, I don't know what their excuse is if it's player player safety or what. Um, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean, I really wanted to pick Kansas City to win this game, but I think Pittsburgh comes out strong. Um, I'm actually I'm I'm gonna pick against my fantasy quarterback in Big Ben, and I'm going with Kansas City. I think Kansas City is gonna start out two and zero. I think that Pittsburgh it just it might just not be their year this year. It's too early to tell for Pittsburgh. I Dude, can't they can they, start they can start 0 and 3 and turn it around. They tied I mean? the Browns. Hey, they should have won that game Cle- by 50. Cleveland, Cleveland can play, man. They're going to be they're going to be eight. Hey, you know what's funny is now Cleveland can't go 8 and 8 like my original prediction. This is so very now, true. So now they're going to have a winning season. Eight, no. 8 7 and 1. No. The winning season Browns. No, that's not happening. You heard it here first. We're gonna we're gonna keep track all year. That's for sure. <laughs> but all right, so you got Pittsburgh winning. I got Kansas City winning. Next, we got uh, the Miami Dolphins, who are one and zero, going to the Big Apple to take on that rookie quarterback Sam Darnold and the mm-hmm. New York Jets, who are also one and zero. This is the worst game of the week, probably. But I got the Jets winning at home. I got I, the Jets winning at home too. I got. I like who, I like uh, I like how excited the Jets fan base is. So oh my, I, they think I, they're going to the Super Bowl. I ho- I hope Sam Darnold comes in there and 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 rips it up. I think and he's going to have an opportunity to against Miami. I don't think Miami's got a lot a lot of confidence 100%. right now. Even coming off of a win, I just I don't think they have an identity. No, they don't. Um, that coach I think is just coaching for his life right now, and that's never a good scenario. No, uh, I just thought it was so funny that Sam Darnold just started first play pick six and i was ready to just i was ready to crown him like just another usc quarterback in in the nfl Mm -hmm. along with mark sanchez matt liner and all all of that Mm -hmm. uh just a a a non-success basically and he comes out 
turns it around. He gets the jitters out the way. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see it, but uh, um, also I forget I forget what the guy's name was, but he was a he was a Jets fan. He was on Levitard show, but he said right right uh, right when that happened, Josh McCown um, went right up to the offensive coordinator. And said, you know, like, do not change. Yeah, you know, and that's no. a that's a good kind of scenario that the Darnold's in with Josh McCown and another and what like a veteran and why he makes football teams and stuff like that. You yeah, know, he knows that he's got to keep this quarterback. No, you, know, you want to see that. You want to see that from your veteran backup who's been around the block. He knows. Yeah, but how doesn't it run goes. up to Sam Darnold. You know, it runs up. He runs up to the to the offense coordinator and he says, you know, don't change a thing. Yeah, and then another thing, I got to credit uh, a few of the Jets players. I don't know their names just because. Uh, I don't really follow the Jets, but right after Sam Darnold came to the sideline after the pick six, ESPN's cameras were right in Sam Darnold's face, and like two or three Jets players came up to the cameraman and like pushed the camera guy out of Sam Darnold's face and like, yo, get the fuck away, like give yeah. him his space type of yeah. thing. Like that was pretty cool to see like his te- his teammates stick up for him. There's a lot going on in one throw. It's crazy. That, yeah, you know it can change everything. And well, and he's got to get it right back on the field. Yeah, exactly, because it was a pick six. But uh, so we both got the Jets winning that game. Mm-hmm. Now we got another NFC North uh, rivalry matchup. We this got, is game of the week. This is this is a very good game. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. And I get to feel confident in saying picking against the Vikings <laughs> this week. Green this Bay is, <laughs> Green Bay is winning the game. It's at Green Bay. This Aaron Rodgers is going to show people how it's done. This probably made you so happy. Yeah, because I mean, you're not going to. No one can argue me this. I can pick Green Bay. That's not. Yeah. That's not it. That's it's not, not a wild. That's pick. not unrealistic. I mean, this, this is a division rival. Green Bay. Aaron's going to come out and torch him up. He's going to tune him up. I hope so. He's going to come out here and and ball again. Yeah, I got I got Green Bay winning as well. I think Green Bay is going to legitimately outscore him. I, Green Bay could give up 30 points. You know what I mean? I don't know. Minnesota could score 30 points, but Green Bay is going to win. Yeah, no, Green Bay Green Bay is going to win the game, but I think it is going to be a great game to watch. And now we got the Cleveland Browns who are 0 and 1 going to the Big Easy to take on the 17 New- undefeated teams in the NFL out of 32. God. 17 undefeated teams. The Browns are undefeated. Okay. We're going to just stop this right now. <laughs> they are. They're, they <laughs> have not is, been beaten this year. This is nothing just to like celebrate. The Pirate, just like the Pirates are undefeated, the Browns are undefeated. This is no, uh, no, no dashes in the L column. This is nothing to celebrate. Oh, this is everything to celebrate. This, if, it was, if it was like the, te- the Titans or the, the Redskins or the Cardinals or some shit, then, then I'd be like, all right. But this was against their like, arch rival. And and they got punked at the very end, and but they still didn't catch the L. So I feel like this is a win for them. No, it's not a win for them. They have a zero in the win column. They There's no zero, such thing as moral victory. They got a zero in the loss col- column too, and a one in the tie column. Hey, that's that's how it goes. But they're, they're not going to win this I got, game. Though. I got chirped by a few people saying like, "Oh, the Browns are undefeated. The Browns are undefeated." Yeah, they are. And one of one person who was chirping me was your brother Nico. They're they're undefeated. And I just but they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna have to wait for their first win because uh, it's not coming this week. That's for sure. It's not coming against the the Saints. But I think Cleveland's offense is gonna be like if you're if you're looking to play some daily fantasy football, grab some Browns players because they're gonna be on the field a lot. Yeah. And hey, how I mean, I saw your I saw your reaction just because we were together. 
but uh, Flash Gordon getting yeah, the first see, touchdown of the year. Yeah. That's like I said, like I've been saying, <laughs> I bet I know I know what he's going to do this year. He's going to throw up some monster numbers. I bet you he has a 200 yard gain. I bet you he ends up the year with over a thousand yards. He probably ends up the year close to 15 touchdowns. I mean, the guy's going to be the be up there in stats at the end of the year. We'll see. We'll see. Juice Landry is going to look like a JV player by the time he by the time the end of the season <laughs> comes around. All right, next game we got is the Detroit Lions going to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. Both teams coming off a loss in Week One. This is one of those games that I'm probably going to fuck up because I'm picking Detroit exactly. on the road. But San Francisco could easily win this game. I mean, I have Detroit winning just because I feel like they have more talent, just on paper. But, I mean, like you said, because we're both picking Detroit, San Francisco is going to win this yeah, game. Yeah, that's why. I, I, and it's a home game for them. You know yeah. what I mean? So this is like one of the games they have circled on their calendar as like a win, I think. For sure. So, um, and, did, you know, Detroit's defense is like coming into the year, I was pretty hyped on them because they they're, those DBs played so well last year. But, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll have to see if they can stop Gucci Garoppolo and the Niners. I think they will. All right, next we got an NFC West divisional matchup. Uh, we got the L.A. Rams at home taking on the Arizona Cardinals. You want to hear the line for this? Hmm. Uh, 10, 10 and a half? Rams minus 12 and a half. 12 and a half, yeah. Yeah, it's, I think yeah, the Rams Arizona, is- Arizona looked awful coming out the gates. It's um, not imp- I don't know what happened. I mean, the NFC West looked bad in general the first week. Uh, well, the Rams didn't. No, they didn't, but after the first half of that game, it was like, fuck, are the, is the NFC West going to get a win? You yeah. Know what I mean? No, you're right. You're you, right. You know, it's like one good half of football between the four teams is not <laughs> not what you want. No. Um, well, beca- especially because I think – I don't think San Francisco is very good. I think they were the most overrated team coming into this year. Agreed. Um, people have them in the top ten. I think they're more the bottom ten. Yeah. Um, and then Arizona, they came out – you know, I thought they were more of a middle-of-the-road team. They came out and they're looking they're like – They're looking like a bottom three team. They look like one of the wor- one of the worst scenarios in the league. Josh Rosen um, might have to step up early for them. Which is okay. Um, but hopefully Bradford can, can play enough games to get Rosen comfortable. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I mean, I got the Rams winning big. It's mm-hmm. their it's their home opener. The crowd's gonna be crazy. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna dominate. Yeah. All right. Next game we got is New England going to Jacksonville. This, this is, is a, yeah. This is another one. This was a tough one. It's a it's a high powered defense versus a high powered offense. Yep. Uh, I, I got New England winning this game. <laughs> you didn't know it's you didn't know who to pick, did you? Of course, no, I forgot. Of course, New England's gonna win this game. I, I I thought I had it remembered off the top of my head, but I had to look down for a second because I forgot. This is where you see greatness. Is like you got two of the most talented corners in the game. Um, yeah, and I think Tom Brady's gonna show you how he can manipulate those guys and basically turn them into non-factors. Yep, he's gonna work work around them. Uh, he's gonna get guys open with his eyes and, and his play calling and. New England's going to make the – they're going to come in and get the win. I'm not saying Jacksonville doesn't have a shot at winning it, but I Listen, think New England's going to come in New England's going to come in here and dominate. It's a re, it's a rematch of the AFC Championship game. Jacksonville obviously thinks they were a few plays away from getting to the Super Bowl. They're going to be very inspired. And then Gronk's a matchup nightmare for those guys. Like, yeah. You know, they have they have edge they have edge rushers, edge rushers, yeah. and they got big guys in the middle. 
And then they've got those two great corners, um, but nothing in the middle of the field. Not nothing, but I mean, their their strong point is not in the middle of the field. They got nobody that can guard Gronk. I was going to say, um, don't get me wrong, I love Miles Jack, but Gronk will shit on Miles Jack. No, yeah, and Miles Jack is is as good as a cover as most people are. Not, I mean, no one can really guard Gronk, but these guys really are like very slim um, in the middle. Compared, For sure. that's not where their strengths at. You know what I mean? Their strengths yeah. on the outside and up front in the middle. So. Um, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. Next, we got an AFC West matchup. We got Oakland traveling to Denver. And I got Denver winning this game. Yeah, I think Denver wins at home as well. Um, this is going to be a good football game, though. I think these teams are kind of in the same spot as far as the franchise goes. They're trying to figure out if they're if they're good or if they're, they're moving on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Oakland's obviously right there because they just got a new head coach. Um, they're about to change cities, so – you know, it's like Derek Carr and these and Cooper and these guys got to get it done. You know, or they're going to go another way with it. Yeah, um, they already lost Khalil Mack. Um, Denver, you know, is did still you, just looking for their quarterback. Yeah, did you see what John Gruden said after the game? No, he he was asked basically what went wrong uh, after the game against the Rams last night, and he was like, "Well, we didn't have a pass rush. No shit, you didn't have a pass yeah, rush." Yeah. No, he, he was the center of their defense. Everybody else played off of him, so now they have to they have to find the center of their defense again. Yeah, that, Bruce Irvin had a heck of a game though. Bruce Irvin's a stud. <laughs> he, he's a stud. He he can do a lot. Of, he can do a lot of different things on the football field. He can play in space and he can play on the edge. He's a great outside linebacker. Yeah. All right. Next game, the Sunday night game, we got uh, NFC East matchup between the New York Giants going to jerry's world to take on the dallas cowboys the line for this is dallas minus three i got new york coming in and beating dallas on the road i got the giants coming in and beating dallas on the road as well there you go this this one was really tough to pick for me this was easy but i just don't i don't like dallas without an offensive line that's Uh, zeke's great but i'm not a big Dak prescott fan they have neither they have no receiving threats um, and when their best part of their team is the offensive line, they're not there. Um, Zeke's not beating them by themselves. Sunday night football, Odell Beckham Jr., I'm calling it right now. He's, he's going to have a he's huge gonna have, game. He's going to have two touchdowns. Well, he, he had over, over 100 receiving yards in his first game back. Uh, Saquon obviously had the touchdown. He looked pretty good in his debut. Yeah. And, I mean, really, it was just a case of them playing a pretty superb defense uh, in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I don't think I, – I think Giants fans should be happy with the results. Yeah. Of, a, of a 2015 loss to Jacksonville, that's a – I think that's a, that's not the, the worst way to start After your season. After 2-14 and 14 it, last year. The, yeah, it wasn't a win, but you played a tough team well. Um, yeah. And you have some things you, you're happy about. Um, you have some things to look forward to as well. Yeah, and, and it's like as far as the quarterback, running back, wide receiver combo that, you know, Pittsburgh's had so much, you know – Success. Uh, success with is now the Giants are looking like they could have one of the one of those one of the best ones in the league. Yeah. All right. For the last game of the week, the Monday night game, we got uh, your Seattle Seahawks going to Chicago to take on the Bears. Yeah. Seattle started out strong and fast uh, against the Broncos, but they just weren't able to get it done. Obviously, Doug Baldwin got hurt. Yeah, it's, and t- then, it's tough for me to judge the Seattle game because twenty four points should should win us the game. Yeah. Uh, Russ, you know Russell Wilson. I felt like looked looked good enough. Um, we got three interceptions on defense, but we gave up twenty seven points. So like I can only be so positive about that. Right. Um, we get you know we 
It's the, it's a simple. It, it shows you that you know you take a couple plays off or one or two plays go the wrong way and you end up losing the football game. Um, I think I'm blaming the I'm mainly blame the loss on the on the call on the field. Oh, the here we go, Thomas. Here touchdown. we go. Well, it's just it's it's uh it sucks because I think what it came down to was that whatever the call on the field was, they didn't have enough to overturn it. So right. it's like the if the ref called called it out, they would have stuck without. You know, who knows what would have happened? They wouldn't if they wouldn't have got the touchdown. But he called the touchdown on the field. There's not enough to overturn it, so they keep the touchdown. That was ultimately the winning score. Right. Um, See, so yeah, I lost to a team that wasn't as good as them, and uh, I'm excited that they're on Monday night this week because I think this will. Yeah, they got the bright lights on. If them. they come out and they and they whoop Chicago's ass, uh, people will stop with this whole like they've completely you know rebuilt or restructured or or turned their thing. You know, they're yeah. not the same team they were. It'll show teams we're the same people we are, we were. It just there's a couple names that are different. Yeah, it. I mean, it was definitely nice to see Earl Thomas give a big middle finger to the front office with that pick. Oh fuck yeah, that was <laughs> that was amazing to see. And then obviously the Griffin brothers, that whole story, that was awesome to see. Yeah, and it's like Shaquem, you know, he played well. He played well, but there's like you know he could he could make a strong case for the Emmanuel Sanders touchdown being his fault, and it's just like yeah. You know, the, and there was another play in there. I forget specifically which one it was, but it's like, you know, he's a rookie coming in. You know, it, you know, one hand or two hands, it doesn't matter. Like, a yeah. rookie coming in, that's a tough job. Yeah. He has a tough assignment um, covering the flats, and they worked him on it, and, and it was tough. He, he was struggling, I think, a couple plays out there. But for the most part, I'm happy yeah. that he's on the field because I think he's going to be a good player. But when we get KJ out there, it's gonna be it's gonna be all right. KJ right out there. Yeah, and then obviously on the other side with Chicago, Khalil Mack, a beast on the defense. Yeah, playing playing Von Miller and Khalil Mack first two games for the, the Seahawks offense definitely line a test. Is like this is what the NFL is like. You know, yeah, I mean? for this sure. Is how it is? You gotta so you on a night to night in. basis. <laughs> yeah, you gotta come in every week and play the best. And then I mean Trubisky, he looked pretty decent. Um, He's he hit. A, he's a good athlete. Yeah, um, he's got a good arm. He he just. It, it sucks that they had to go against Aaron Rodgers week one and. Yeah, really they did. They did enough to win the game. Rodgers just, just did, did more. more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's that. They won that game. They played well. That's another team that they may you know they may not have won their game, but I'm if I'm a Bears fan, I'm happy because I think they played. Yeah, they were one of the more uh, impressive teams to me as far as teams I didn't think were going to impress me. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, hey, I got their coach winning coach of the year this year. Yeah, I got Seattle winning this game. Big. Yeah, team. I got Seattle winning this game too. I, I want it to be like a boring game, like, <laughs> like a. You minute. just want a W. I want a big W though. Like, I mean, I. I you want, want it settled to in the first up, half. You know what I mean? Yeah, we got our team's ready to go. Yeah. So ten, ten wins. All right, it's coming. Week two. That 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 is it. We we covered them all. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Hopefully, I can leapfrog you and. Uh, I'm excited for record. it to be like you know, a couple weeks further down the road where yeah. you know because like, Cleveland, you know, like I, th- I'm I'm excited to see them play well. It's just they're unfortunate. They're not going th- to their first two games are against Saints and and uh, and the uh, Steelers. So I can't wait till they have a game that's in their favor and I get to talk about them a little more. I'm excited to talk about Seattle after, you know, they get a little bit more steam going. Until the Browns win a game, I am not picking them to win a single game. Well, that's, that's fine. That's what I'm saying. I can't wait till it's like halfway through the year so I can say, look, now they've won eight games. Oh, no. In a row. <laughs> but, all right, let's, let's transition. You know, obviously, we always got to talk about a little bit of hoops 
because uh, it's what we love in addition to football. Mm-hmm. So I got three quick little two-minute drill questions for Tyler, uh, two of which are kind of like a, a dream lineup type of scenario. And then the third one uh, is kind of a little bit uh, more hardcore talking about some NBA news. Okay. All right, so the first one, who wins in a seven-game series? I got a starting five and a sixth man. Okay. All right? Yep. So who wins in a seven-game series? Magic at the one, Kobe at the two, LeBron at the three. <laughs> I don't know if you can name – you could put fucking Scalabrini and Ruben Boomshay Boomshay with these three, and they're going to be any five you roll out there. Duncan at the four. <laughs> Shaq at the five. Okay. The sixth man is D Wade. I thought you were going to say Michael Jordan. No. Sixth man is D Wade. Uh, All right. I mean, the, okay. The second here, team? Here, I, can, I bet you I know who, who some of these fuckers are going to be on the next team. It's going to be, uh, well, are we good? Yeah, we're good. All right. I, I mean, the next team's got to have MJ and Wilt. No. You got MJ at the two. Who you got to have play? Kareem? Nope. All right. Let's hear it. All right. So at the one, I got Steph Curry. Okay. The two, MJ. Okay. The three, KD. Okay. The four, Larry Bird. All right. The five, Hakeem the Dream Olajuwon. All right. And the sixth man, arguably your favorite player of all time, Allen Iverson. I, I think I feel like I saw this. Did Shaq post this? I don't – he might have. He might have – that might have been where I got yeah. it from. I can't remember. I mean, Shaq's team's fucking up the, the other team. Yeah. Okay. All right. So is, yeah. is that a four-game think... sweep? <laughs> Shit. I'll give <laughs> – I'll give him five because of MJ. Uh, I'll give him a win. You got MJ, MJ winning one game. I got MJ winning one game, but it's like, yeah, dude. I mean, Curry, Curry, and uh, Larry Bird would be dope. Um, yeah, to see out there together. But yeah, once you get uh, once you you got Kobe, Braun, and Shaq, who to me is like three of the top six players ever. You got you got Magic, Kobe, Braun, Duncan, Shaq, D Wade. Steph Curry, MJ, KD, Larry Bird, Hakeem, Allen Iverson. Yeah, uh, just like Shaq, Shaq is the clear, Shaq's the clear dominant in that matchup. Yeah. Braun's the clear dominant in that matchup. Magic is the clear dominant in that one. Then you got Kobe and MJ, which is like a wash to me. Yeah, I got Bird over Duncan. Um, that's about the only. And then I, I got Iverson over. You have Bird over Duncan? Oh fuck yeah, yeah. Okay, definitely. All right. All right. I think Bird. I mean, I think Bird's a top five player ever. Well, all right. I don't have any centers in my top five, though. That's I know a, you that, don't. I that's know the only reason. But I got Shaq as the best center ever, too. All right. All right. So, all right. Shaq, Shaq's team wins four to one in a seven yeah. game series. Yeah. All right. The next question. We all know that rappers want to be athletes and athletes want to be rappers. So I saw on Twitter five rappers to choose from for a three on three game. Yeah. And basically, you, you get to choose two and then you play against the other three. So so it was like game Drake Quavo. Yeah, that's yeah. So Quavo, Travis Scott, the game Drake, and Two Chains. <laughs> what other two are you picking? Well, I mean, if we're like if we're playing to win, <laughs> it's like I'm definitely uh, I'm playing against I'm playing against Travis Scott and Drake for sure. If yeah, I'm trying to win. Yeah. So I'd probably say, oh man, this is this is tough. <laughs> Cause it's like I mean everything in me wants to take game and two chains. That's who I'm taking. But uh, it's like Qu- Quavo I think is the best basketball player of the five. So uh, it's hey. like you know what I mean. Like it's like eh. But 
Whatever. Well, no. No, 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 no. Quavo is not the best basketball player out of the five. I think right now, today, he is the best player of these five. Maybe right now, maybe, today. Maybe but Game had it and 2 Chains had it at a, at a time. They both, pl- they both played college basketball. Yeah. Well, game. No, I know, play. but they're significantly older than the yeah, other guys. Hundred percent. That's why, like, I think Travis Scott and Drake can't play. I think in a three-on-three. Three I don't game, think those guys can play at all. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like I think Drake could play a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but but like, I compared to Two Chains, I don't think Two Chains can run anymore though. Like, no, I don't. He doesn't think he really can play. Either. He like no. coaches now, you know. Yeah. But I I know he's got a jumper. Yeah. And it's like obviously games like a beast. And then and then I think just Quavo's probably like the most skilled player out of those guys. Yeah. I think just in a game of three on three, you gotta go for height. Game and two chains are both like six five plus. Yeah, that's why it would be that's why I think I would end up picking them too, you know. All right, so we got the same team. But uh Quavo like it's not like we would have to worry about size against Travis Scott and Drake. <laughs> Or Quavo. Yeah. All three of those dudes are shorter than I am. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're shorter than you. No. Well, Quavo's like, what, six foot? And then, I think and then Drake's I, like six, like 5'11". I think Quavo, Travis Scott, and Drake are all around like 5'9 to 6 foot. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Who knows? Travis Scott looks tiny to me. He is tiny, I think. Yeah. All right. Last question, and it's it's more of like a... Let's let's get into some actual hoops talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of this uh, Phoenix Houston trade, Ryan uh, Ryan Anderson and DeAnthony Melton for Marquise Chris and Brandon Knight? Um, I think the I think the Rockets fucking pulled one over <laughs> on the little bro. Or yeah, something. that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I I don't I get I don't know I don't really like Marquise Chris. So I'm not like huge on like what he the had Rockets. a lot of potential. He just hasn't reached it. Now nah, people like him. I just like he's. I say this quite often, but he's one of those people that doesn't have a game to me. Like yeah. he's a good athlete. He's a, t- he's he's a tweener. Eight. Like when you're six eight and athletic, obviously you can play. Like, I think basketball. he's closer to six ten. But I think he's small. I don't think he's that big. And, and so like he doesn't have like some nice like skilled basketball game. No, but so I, I don't think- really see where he fits in. But they, I think this was like a move out of desperation for the Rockets to recover with like the defense on the three four. That and I think it. It was definitely a way to get out of the Ryan Anderson contract because they were paying him yeah. an egregious amount of money. Yeah, and I, and I don't think, like, yeah, Phoenix was trying to get some veterans, but I don't think that's the right veteran. I mean, I just don't see, like, Ryan Anderson telling DeAndre Iden or, like, what to do. Or, <laughs> well, that's like, what Tyson Chandler's you know, for. Yeah, you. I would hope so. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know they're just trying to get some more like veterans. Probably Phoenix. Was, well, and but. they can afford to pay. They can afford to pay Ryan Anderson what Houston was paying him. Yeah. And then right also, now. I mean, DeAnthony Melton. That's a nice young piece that could see some minutes on the floor. No, there's a couple couple young guys in that trade, so that's good. Well, and especially now I mean, that Melton and Chris. Especially now that Devin Booker could miss the start of the season because he's getting surgery. Yeah. Well, if he's not on the court, it's not even pointless to even care about the Suns. <laughs> So, but all right, that's that's the hoops edition of the two minute drill. Yes, sir, that was a good one. Yeah, I just I like to throw some random random lineups at you. Next see what week, you think. next week is one year for the show. Yeah, next week the big one and, year, and uh, and we're playing each other in fantasy football this weekend. So yeah, we're playing each big, other in fantasy. Week. We're playing each other in fantasy. We got pirates after this. We got episode fifty slash one year next week. Yep. It's a it's fifty th- episodes one year. That's a good pace. Yeah, it's a it's a it's an exciting time for the TSK show. Yep. But before we get out of here, you got a shout out? Um, I don't. Oh, I don't. I remember I I did, but I lost my. I oh like, yeah, that's right. You I basically have notes. like the notes. The off skeleton the top. version. Yeah. 
But all right, you're going to like this shout out. Uh, my shout out this week is to the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2018. It was headlined by Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Grant Hill, and Ray Allen. Uh, a couple other members that are notable uh, from this class were Maurice Cheeks, mm-hmm. uh, a coach, former player uh, in the NBA, and then WNBA legend Tina Thompson. Yep. So that's pretty cool. She won the first WNBA title. Yep. Uh, we talked about it uh, a little bit with the NFL Hall of Fame inductions, but it's just cool that we're starting to see a lot more players from uh, our generation. And I, w- I was talking to Blake about this too. It, what I shout really, out Blake. What I really think is cool now too is not only do we know him, but now I'm starting to see the Hall of Famers. I've seen their entire career from start to finish. Exactly. You know, like when I originally, you know, when in the late '90s, when all those guys started, you know, Hakeem and and Ewing and Jordan and Pippen and all the, Stockton and Malone and all these guys started. You saw them at the tail like, end. Like it was cool to see all those guys get into the Hall of Fame because it was like, oh, I saw those guys play. Now they're yeah. Hall of Famers. But these guys, it's like I saw these guys when they were rookies i know what their expectations yes, you were. saw some of them in college yeah I, and all now i'll start from here forward i'll have seen all of them in college you 100%. know and so it's like it's cool to see the start to finish you know because a lot of these guys like ginobili you know or or you know their past were different their expect expectations were different but they finished at the top yeah but i guess right. I, I should probably shout out the New York, New York City Fire Department, 9-11. Oh, yeah. Never forget. Yeah, never forget. 9-11. Always remember. 17 years ago today. Crazy. Uh, yeah. So. Shout out America. Shout out America. Let's do, let's do this <laughs> damn thing. God damn it. All right. With that, that wraps up this week's episode of the TSK Show. Don't forget, you can find us at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on Twitter, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler's underscore world underscore. All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Just type in keyword TSK show in the search bar. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us as well. We are also now on Anchor. Just go to anchor.fm slash TSK show or download the Anchor app for your iPhone or Android We appreciate you all so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another great episode for you guys. Go Pirates. Peace. Peace.